Hi everyone who is listening to this, welcome to our podcast, I am Mateo González and today we will discuss the diary of Anne Frank. This is a most read book due to the context in which each event takes place and I consider that it's mandatory to analyze this book because it has a strong connotation and historical relevance that can make us aware about the fact that wrong behaviors, attitudes and ideologies imposed by power agencies, leaders or institutions can develop new massive atrocities. But I forgot to mention that I'm with three of the greatest podcasters of our generation, Miguel Jimenez, Andres Suarez and Sebastián Pachón. So let's start. Hi Miguel, how are you doing? Would you like to share with us some thoughts about the work? Hi, Mateo. I'm fine, and I was thinking that the book is a masterpiece which deserves to be analyzed because to understand something in a different way and more real than what is understood, it is best to enter into the situation and context of the facts, which is perfectly what Anne Frank does in each of the anecdotes. She has the opportunity to write in each moment she can take her diary seeking to capture the idea of what it's like to live under pressure, under daily fear, and waiting for imminent death. Yes, Miguel, that's right. Now, on the other hand, here is Andres Suarez. So, Andres, how are you today? What can you tell us about the importance of this book? Hi, Mateo. I'm all right. Thanks for asking. I think it's important to talk about this book because, as you mentioned before, it's even expressing an important event for the relevancy of the history, that is the Second World War. As we well know, Anne-Fran is considered a symbol of the Holocaust. Therefore, her diary can help us understand the background of this waft-like conf conflict that caught so many innocent lives. <clears throat> All right, Andres, that sounds reasonable. And then we have Sebastian. What about you, Sebastian? What do you think about this work? Hey, thanks for inviting me. I may add that the importance of this book, as well as the importance of any single book that reflects similar ideas, is to assess profoundly the morality of people, something that thought to be thought as something valuable, sometimes is reduced to scraps of selfiness and ridiculousness. Okay, thank you very much, guys. So, let's start with the second part. But before we begin to elucidate the context of the work, I would like us to pause a bit to talk about its literary aspects. As it is a diary, it's, obvious, it's obviously narrated in the first person, which makes us have on the front page his feelings about the war. Uh, I don't know what you think about it. It's interesting that you mention it also, despite the fact that her diary expresses her sorrows and misfortunes. It actually reflects 
one of the many painful lives that people had to endure during that time. Therefore, as Andres mentioned before, she is a symbol of the Holocaust. Yeah. Now, the life of Anne was not narrated so much in documenting the Second World War, but in the routine activities that she carried out, in addition to how she was affected by that situation. I would like to add that the narration of her life changes depending on the situation she's dealing with. I was able to identify three tones, the optimistic, the cruel, and the focus on frustration. I would really like to see if you can identify which situations concerns each one. Yes, Andres, of course. For example, when she expresses her thoughts about the humanity, she does so in a calm and optimistic tone, telling us that there is hope despite the horrible living conditions they were having at, that, at the time. Regarding cruelty, she used to speak in a disconcerting way about her mother. Since she, did, since she didn't have a very good relationship with her, in several parts of the reading, you can see their anger due to the constant fights they had. Furthermore, I detected a bit of frustration in those moments when she realized that her friends were being killed together with the fact that she got some problems with the people she's sharing the warehouse with. Nice. I see we are not so loved after all. It should not be forgotten that she also expresses her thoughts regarding sexuality, love, freedom, and the condition of women. Of course. Now, one of the most notable aspects in the writing of the diary is that as the pages turn, the writings become more mature in terms, in terms of their daily lives and the facts of the world. I suppose, I suppose that due to its growth and because it was constantly surrounded by adults. Yes, Mateo, I also noticed it. For example, we had mentioned before Anne's constant fight with her mother. As the text passes, we can also see its maturation, understanding that all its fights uh, were stimulated by the conf confinement understanding that avoiding fights was the best way to improve the situation. That's right. She was, she was such a work girl, wasn't she? For sure. We had mentioned that some parts of the diary had an optimistic tone regarding humanity, and I consider it's necessary that we make that explicit we have to know we have to know what was and thinking at that moment and how she was perceiving daily life so and let us know what were Anne's talks and what or what me again all right i don't want to sound repetitive but Anne had an optimistic vision regarding humanity she had the thought that goodness existed in people despite the indolent actions they were committing. I also noticed that she places a lot of emphasis on beauty because while her parents told her that they should feel lucky that the misfortunes didn't happen to them that others did, 
she thought that they should stop focusing on those misfortunes and rather focus on how beautiful it still was and try to improve it. Well, that would be all about the literary part. Now, let's move let's move on to the historical context. So, wait, Mateo. I would like to say something before finishing. Oh, that's right. Go ahead, Andre. All right. This may not be relevant to the topic we are addressing, but I would like to highlight the important role that the diary plays in Anne's life. There is a quote from her that does not appear in the diary, and she says, I can take off everything as I write. My sorrow disappears, my courage is the, is the born. I liked it. Writing serves as an escape valve for her to all those negative feelings and situations that permitted her life. And to me, as an, a kind of anonymous writer, I find interesting that vision of writing as a refuge. Oh, yeah. I'm agree with you, Andres. I think people who are going through rough situations and don't know what to do have to read this quote. It could be really helpful for them. Okay, guys, as is evident, the historical context of the diary of Anne Frank is the Holocaust. Therefore, we will try to determine the reasons why this devastating event happened. So, Sebastian, I want you to contextualize us about this. Well, Mateo, the Holocaust was a gigantic crime, or that is the way we can summarize it. It is the murdering of over 11 million people. Most of them were Jews, but there were also gypsies, uh, disabled people, black people, and political enemies of the Now, were the political group controlling German. Now, the reason why this murder occurred was because of was because of peer pressure that basically obliged soldiers to uh, commit those crimes that we already mentioned. No, 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 no. Let's see, let's see, let's see. The peer what? Indeed, Andres. Peer pressure was the main reason, in my thought, for which German soldiers committed those crimes. No, you must be joking. You really saying that? What made you so sure? As Christopher Browning said, the soldiers were pressured by their leaders when they suggested that for killing and transforming German, they needed worth enough men. That is why they agreed on killing. Soldiers didn't know want to be called cowards or not worth enough. I don't think it. Are you saying that the reason 11 million people were killed was because of soldiers who didn't want to be called cowards? Are you serious? Please, it is not just anything. We are talking about systematic murders. It just doesn't make sense. Well, I think Andres is right. Peer pressure does not work that way, as it is based on the majority 
this means that if there were many soldiers who didn't want to kill people, peer pressure would be not to do so. Obviously, this was not the case, because there were many people who volunteered as executioners of Hitler. Therefore, we can conclude that the Germans were always anti-Semitic. They did all of this stuff because of, of hate. No, no, but you're also wrong, Mateo. You are generalizing. You cannot say that all the soldiers hated the Jews. Some were only following orders from their superiors. <clears throat> I don't get it. Do you try to justify the actions of the soldiers by being the, so the superior officers? I don't know if you know, but according to the Nuremberg principles, of being superiors does not represent a legitimate defense. Because even though they have only obeyed orders, they violated human rights and they had the moral option not to do it. No, Mateo, I know you're funny. I just say it's a case of due obedience. That is, they did it because they were at the bottom of the hierarchy and they had to follow orders. Andres could be right. Admitting that German were all the same is as grown as saying that all Chinese people are equal. But you are grown saying that it was just a matter of obedience. Broin mentioned that leaders keep on going with the thing about being coward to make soldiers follow them. This way, those soldiers did not realize that faithfulness is not following someone ahead. It is following someone in the back of the group. Do you understand this because he's helping the others? Guys, I think you're only focusing on the soldiers. And yes, they were the main preparators of the events. But the Germans who knew what was happening and who were indifferent to the events should not be left aside. Mm, but Miguel, what does that have to do with it? The fact that a, per that a person is indignant or not with this situation would not have changed the history. No, no one knows, Mateo. Maybe it will have changed, maybe not. The point I am going to is that many people remained silent about these massacres. They did nothing about it. Their indifference makes them complacent. Miguel, it is known that Germans were doing this because of the faithfulness they thought they had toward the Führer. And the fact that Hitler hates Jews and they end up doing the same. Taking this into account, we can say that this is an example of peer pressure. Yes, Sebastian, and that is precisely what I want to say. These four concepts that we have brought are related to the facts of the Holocaust, all of them. Well, that's a nice point. Yes, now that I think about it, uh, Miguel is right. This discussion is superfluous. Also, it's you know, ironic that we are creating a conflict while talking about the conflict. Hey guys, but look, the discussion was useful and uh, because we reached a great conclusion we can conclude that all factors influence the Holocaust. Soldiers who execute because they yielded to peer pressure, uh, those who followed, who followed orders from their superiors, those who were anti-Semitic, and people who remained silent about these heinous crimes.
I agree with you. Okay, guys, I think we are running out of time. So we have to end up this podcast by doing a compilation of some quotes <clears throat> that caught our attention. <clears throat> My favorite quote from Anne Frank was, in spite of everything, I still believe that people are really good at heart. Um, I think this quote is so powerful because it shows us the great heart that Anne had and their life's view based based on love and forgiveness. What do you think, Andres? Great, Mateo. You actually read my mind. I also have a quote to share. It says, where there's a hope, there's life. It fills us with fresh courage and makes us strong again. I consider if it, it is a great date, a great quote there, since it shows her great character and strength despite the tragic circumstance that both she and the world were going through, through at that time. Furthermore, it represents a powerful lesson on how human beings should be fight with courage not only for the difficult times we are going through, but also for those that may arise. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> but what about you, Miguel? What quote, what quote have you brought for us? I would love to emphasize a phrase from Anne in her diaries. She says, what is done cannot be undone, but one can prevent it happening again, which, which shows us uh, how Anne for her age is mature enough to notice things like this, allowing us to understand that mistakes like the war will not have to happen again, understanding that the past leaves us history that shouldn't be repeated. Well, that sounds really good. And finally, Sebastian, what quote do you want to share with us? I actually like the, the part in which she described how they try to have fun and pass the time silently and peacefully. I mean the fact that they were inviting people to the place they were staying in. This is at least mentioning one page, so obviously I'm not able to, well, in this occasion I'm not able to memorize the whole thing, but I thought it would be interesting to mention and remember. Oh, good. Thanks a lot, Sebastian. So, as you can see, these four quotes are too much evidence of Anne Frank's perce perception of the world. A girl who believed that there was light in the dark, despite the circumstances, never lost hope for a better future. So that would be it. Thank you guys for participating in this podcast. I want to thank you for the invitation to this inter interesting podcast. Remember to be connected with the reading and see you in our next meeting. All right, Mateo. Thank you so much for inviting me. And thank you, mates, for sharing your ideas. So, goodbye, all. Uh, thanks for all, and see you soon, guys. Uh, you're welcome, guys. And um, for all those who stayed here, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you like it, and we will see each other in a next opportunity. Bye-bye.